0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It's Tuesday. It's a brand new month, 1st of August 2023. And today it's all about the Peloton, it's all about the Slinger, and Lanyards. You're
2: listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Honestly. Now here's your host Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey,
1: it's a tech show, honestly. Even though we talk about lanyards way too much these days, Sean Priest, how are you today? Hey! I'm excited, Stephen Scott.
3: Very, Sounds very good. excited. It's a lanyard special, people. It's I know. a special
1: all about lanyards. <laughs> you lucky, lucky people. How did we get onto land? This is your fault. How's it my fault? Look, I just I want a way to carry my iphone around with me without ah. it bouncing off my mm. rotund oh. exterior
3: okay okay oh, uh... Good. That's made it slightly nervous. I don't like that. Just sellotape it to
1: your hands. What's the matter with you? I sellotape it to my stomach might be a good idea. Uh, so, yeah, lots of you have been getting in touch on this. So today we are going to be focusing on not just the lanyard, but also the slinger, Michael Mabcott pops by again. He's getting regular, isn't he?
3: Oh, yeah, of course he, loves he is. He dropping in. He, loves he try-
1: does. He's part of the show. Although he did tell me, and I have to say, Sean, I was rather... I'll be honest. I was a little yes. bit surprised. I was, I was surprised. Yes. I was um a little upset. Oh, um, a little okay. bit concerned. Oh, because he sent me an email saying I think I'm cheating on you.
3: Oh. Oh, oh <sighs> yes. Uh-huh.
1: Yes. Yeah. So um, this email, right? And it's um it's disturbing. Um, I, I actually don't have words. Well, I, I, I have many the, words, but uh not one second broadcast.
3: I do think the email is rather disturbing. Yes. Um <laughs> I'm just, no, he just he he sent me a a private WhatsApp. Outside of the official groups, uh, let's just say that. And, yeah, um, we're, we're talking.
1: It's early stages, yeah. Exactly. Well, so so here's what happened. He sent the audio to us <laughs> for yesterday's show, uh-huh. which we all enjoyed very much about portable p- 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 preferences. <laughs> it's very easy for me to say. Portable uh, preferences for yes. voiceover on Mac. Uh-huh. It's a very uh-huh. specific feature, yes. uh, but a good feature nonetheless. Uh, he, but he sent that not just to us. He sent it to uh, other Programs. I, I don't <gasps> know who or what these other shows are. Apparently, there are other shows that oh. are doing technology stuff oh, for I, I blind totally
3: people. Got, I got the wrong end of the stick. I thought it was because he was talking to me privately. But now I know no, it's totally worse. Under, No, it's worse than that. He's cheating mm-hmm. on both of us. This is a
1: disgrace. That's right. Yeah. He's talking to you <laughs> while he's talking to me while he's talking to other people. I don't like uh, this.
3: He's a player.
1: He is. He's a player. Keep the audio uh,
3: coming. I don't
1: mind. No, neither do I. Uh, but we really do appreciate it, Michael. He is in touch with us today, though, us specifically. I, th- I don't think he's sent this to anybody else, uh, but you, you never know with Michael. Who um, knows? So uh, he's got in touch with us about the Slinger, so we're going to hear about that later. And not only that, we have, uh, I have to say, Breaking oh, News. Oh, there we news. We have. I don't like that.
3: No, n- what? I don't you like don't, it. You don't like it? Well, that, with that music in the background, it, always, it sounds like the intro. I don't like it. It needs its own music, the breaking news. Sorry. Well, I had the there one I've before, but
1: you didn't like it because you said it was too loud. Do my little ears. We'll just turn it down a little bit. No. How about
3: that? My no, ears gonna are turn my eyes.
1: Okay. I'm going to turn it up just to annoy you. All right. Okay. Carry on. Sorry. What was the breaking news? Uh, we have news on uh, getting fit. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, no. Not us. Not us. Don't have, have get too you fu- excited.
3: Have you lost the um, laughter track?
1: Yeah, I don't know where it is. I I, I thought so. I thought I I put it onto my button, but I don't know where the button's gone. Seems to okay. Well done. I think the dog ate it. The other dog, obviously. I am very,
3: very interested in this. I'm leaving that. I'm very interested. (laughs) Wow, Stephen. Very interested in this audio that we've been sent on fitness.
1: Yeah, this is a really interesting one. So this is from Gavin, uh, who listens to us from Scotland. Quite right, too. Come on, the Scots. All right, Carl? Haste, haste you back. <laughs> Come down, oh, flower of Scotland. Unbelievable. Uh, right, yes. Um, I can't think of anything. I forgot else. where you were going with that. So the, <laughs> well, Gavin got in touch. But here's the thing Gavin, <laughs> I think Gavin got in touch with us a while ago. Uh, not that oh. I have to say I can remember this. So I apologize, Gavin. I don't remember the email the first time around, but he apologized to us for getting this demo to us oh, yes. this late. What? Shh, don't say that. I I, I, took, I don't remember I, the first email, so I, I, I vaguely remember it. So we should apologise So we I it. think we need to apologise to you first, Gavin. Yes. And I don't think you have any need to apologise to us for anything being late. It's I, fine.
3: It's fine. We've got it now and everyone's going to love it because I was. Uh, I hear so much about, how do you say it? Is it Peloton? Pel-o-ton. Peloton? Peloton. Don't say it like, oh, yeah, this is how I know it. You, 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 I'm sure you look that up. Peloton. <laughs> how do you the pel- look up
1: this? How someone says something?
3: Google Peloton bike. What? I've heard so much talk about this, and especially since it uh, introduced talkback into the touchscreen. Mm. Um, but these are expensive bits of kit, and they're really hard to you know just to get hands on to try one of these out. So I'm really looking forward to this audio.
1: Well, how many times have we had the conversation about fitness equipment that is just not accessible?
3: It's terrible. Gym equipment is an absolute nightmare because it made the big move over to touchscreen with absolutely no thought whatsoever about accessibility. So you go to any regular gym now, it's an absolute nightmare. You need assistance to operate the machines.
1: Now, am I right or wrong in this? I heard on one of the Apple events at some point that I think the Apple Watch had some kind of capability to connect to certain mm. types of gym equipment i don't know if you can control them or whether that's, it's just to get data from them
3: that's always the caveat yes so there's there's so many companion apps and a lot of gyms have their own mm. apps that basically just collect the information how many steps how far you've ran your heart rate calories burnt, things like that which is all right absolutely great fantastic but what i want to be able to do is jump on a machine choose a program and hit go and the, why you can't do that using an app, I have absolutely no idea. I suppose there's some sort of safety concern. Maybe if someone's on it and someone nicks their phone and yeah, puts it to max yeah. speed. I don't, I don't know. But um, that's what's missing. Accessibility on gym equipment is it's terrible.
1: Now, I don't know if this kind of equipment that Gavin's going to talk about today is in a gym. I don't know if that's just something for the home. I don't know if Peloton's in a gym or what. I don't I have no idea. Um, I have to say it's not my area of expertise. This may shock people, but it's not my area. But the good thing is, it is Gavin's. So he's going to be talking about the Peloton today from the point of view of that accessibility you talk about, that talkback being built in, and how he's able to navigate that. So really looking forward to it. And Gavin, thank you so much for taking the time to record it. And not only did he record it for us, he recorded it on an Apple Watch SE. Oh, the special edition. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds great. Absolutely fantastic. I love it. And I love the recording quality on it. So really, really nice. Um, Okay, so we'll get to that uh, a bit later. Uh, But uh, first, to my uh, favourite topic at the moment, and that is lanyards. And uh, where do we start with lanyards? The letter L. -L 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 -L
4: -L 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 Lena! Hello, Double Tappers. This is Lena. I have two lanyard options that I like. One is the ID and boarding pass holder, which I have used for eight years and it costs $10 today on Amazon and the other is the GoPro performance chest mount and shoulder harness it costs $35 on Amazon and it too is fully customizable. I don't use it as often but I really like it. The reason I don't is because I'm comfortable with my camera being in my hand much of the time and the harness because of its wide straps and tight fit does tend to be hotter. But I do want to tell you that all of the straps are adjustable and the camera mount is also adjustable and it accommodates our phones if we put them in landscape orientation. The ID and boarding pass holder has four pockets, a pen holder and a very long neck strap. The neck strap has a slide button that we can adjust so that we the case is on our chest or wherever we want it. I do recommend putting a knot in the cord after we get the slide button adjusted because the heavy phones will pull it down it will not come off so you won't lose your phone and i said there's four pockets but there's also a secret pocket i don't really count that but it's you'll find it the pockets are all the same width so they're all four and a half inches wide approximately and the whole thing is about eight and a half inches as i mentioned so the very tallest pocket is about that length. The pocket I want to talk about is the third from the bottom because it is perfect for our phones and for exposing the camera. The pen holder is on the left and the rounded corner of this pocket is on the right if we are wearing the case. So if our phone is in the pocket with the camera facing out, what we can do is fold that rounded corner down into the case as much as we need to, and it will stay. I also put extra things in this because I use it instead of a wallet. I am not a purse-carrying lady. I do wear a backpack, though. I hope this helps.
1: Thank you, Lena. I like it.
3: Uh, there's a couple of questions here, mm. for, for me at least. Is it lanyard or lanyard? Is it an E or an A in the yard? What's wrong
1: with you today? I think you're being un- intentionally picky today.
3: No, I'm, I'm not being... Who's it's a, not...
1: Lanyard a lanyard or lanyard? Well, it's lanyard, right? Because it's got an A in it. It's not got well, I, e I, don't it. know, I
3: don't know how it's spelled. I'm sorry. I don't read Braille. The thing, I, the thing I, I want to get it correct because, <laughs> as you know, Stephen Scott, I'm a professional broadcaster, so... If when it's did that yard, start?
1: <laughs> Hang on, who's been telling you this? Has Mr. F been filling you with rubbish again? Uh, no, he says quite the opposite. Okay,
3: you know what? That was an excellent description. I can totally picture that ID and boarding pass one. Mm. Uh, that seems like a really inexpensive way to do it. I, I'm not I'm not keen on the holster thing. I don't know what it is. It mm. seems a little bit too much trouble putting it on and off. I would just want something I can... Grab off the side and sling over my long neck.
1: Okay, all right. Well, all thank, right. You, That's all I'm saying. thank you, Lena. Thank you. She did put some uh, links in that email, so we'll put them in as well if you want to go and find out what Lena is talking about. And maybe you might be interested in that as well. Um, now you'll know that all of this really started when I tried <laughs> to fit my lanyard that I got with my Hable One <laughs> onto the Hable One with absolutely no success mm. at all. Mm. Uh, however, thankfully, Jerry's here with an idea.
5: Good evening. Tell Stephen to push the lanyard in and just twist it, twist it, twist it, twist it, twist it while he's pushing it in twist and it. there's a good chance it will go through. Of course. From Jerry.
3: Uh, Thank you, Jerry. Simple as that. Short and to the point, Jerry, well done. Absolutely, because as you twist it, it may turn that corner, if you will.
1: Oh, oh, I see. A very yes. good idea.
3: Did you not think about twisting it, Stephen Scott?
1: No, and neither did you because you never mentioned it.
3: What, I just assumed you would do that anyway. I mean, what did you do? Just sort of push it in gently and then give up? Yes, you're a disgrace.
1: Thank you. Uh, is that disgrace or disgrace? <laughs> Next. <laughs> Unbelievable. <sighs> oh God, I, don't, I don't read braille.
3: I don't know how lanyards spelled. What are you on about? I'm talking about literacy. That was a comic take on the recent um, uh, talks we've had on braille. Oh, was that? Was
1: that? That was funny.
3: It was humorous. I see is what that was. That was a, a callback. Oh, well yes. done,
1: well Thank done. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's go to Glendon, who hopefully is funnier. Uh, Glendon got in touch <laughs> via voicemail.
0: Hey there, Stephen and Sean. It's uh, Glendon James from Toronto, and uh, Stephen, regarding your issue with threading the lanyard, I, as a creative Yard. musician. <laughs> Uh, like to improvise and refuse to give up on anything. Mm. So my instinct would be to recreate the nib. What is a Uh. nib, Sean? A nib, I believe, Uh. is the term for that cap they put on the end of a shoelace to achieve the same goal.
1: Ah. And
0: uh, what I do, Stephen, if you're fingers are as large, stubby, and strong as I think they are, Mm -hmm. then I think that you would have no problem in getting a piece of pretty good packing tape, thin, and make your own little nib on the end with Mm. some leftover and squeeze it tight so it's a little arrow. Point it in and pull it through on the other side. Make sure you've got enough to get a good grip with your fingers and muscle it through while squishing it on the opposite end. And there's my idea. All the best, guys. Keep up the great work. Take I care. just love the bye idea bye. of
1: someone. Thank you, Glendon. I, I love the idea of someone tuning in just right now yes. and just hearing about mushing and squishing and pushing. I,
0: and,
1: I <laughs> so hang on, what is this, the pregnancy hour? What is going on here, right?
3: Wait, 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 wait. Glen, 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 Glendon. No, no. Hang on. This, the, the the lanyard needs to turn the corner, doesn't it? needs to turn the corner so if you make a nib uh great word by the way if you make a nib that's going to make it more difficult to turn that corner it's going it? to
1: be a, it's got to be a mushy nib
3: yeah but the, i mean it's going to be, it's got to be a more move no the mushiness is going to be restricted by the application of parcel or packing tape isn't it yeah because it's you're going to mushy end up, but, without
1: but it's the same problem with the thing that you use for the shoelaces it's not gonna yes. bend. That's the, this is the problem. That's See? the problem. The bendage is the vital component in this. What you need is something that can also then fashion as some kind of nib grabber. <laughs> oh, well.
3: I from the other side. If you
1: created the nib and then if you bent
3: the nib into some sort of banana shape, maybe you could wiggle oh, it through that way. Uh,
1: yeah, I tried that with a p oh. I tried that with the uh, paper clip as well and didn't do it. Yeah. I think okay. I think I need professional help, and I mean that in yes. every possible sense. <laughs> I'll just look at it in there first on that one um thank you for all these suggestions. This is absolutely wonderful. Don't you just love our audience? They're so creative Beautiful. people so creative. You
3: actually, have you done it yet?
1: No, oh, this is a disgrace this is but I'm going to try these suggestions. I will definitely try these suggestions okay, and I will come back to you uh, and either what will have happened is I'll have done it or the Hable one will be smashed into about 8,000 pieces.
3: Just a tiny piece of plastic connected to a lanyard.
1: (laughs) Very close (laughs) to losing it the other day with it. I was just like, (laughs) I got a little bit, let's just say Scottish about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. it nearly got smashed into a thousand pieces, but uh, calm. I I decided to take a break.
3: Patience. You've always got to to take that break. Yes.
1: Absolutely. (sighs) Thank you for all all the suggestions. Keep them coming. Uh, I want to hear from uh, you on some other topics now. So Chris got in touch with us regarding Negative Julian's email the other week, uh, or maybe the other day, actually it was last week, I think, on the subject of uh, a TV show that he'd watched called Not Going Out on uh, BBC. And there was a blind character in it. Well, Chris has the answer to who was in it.
5: Morning, Stephen and Sean. I was listening to you on Tuesday when one of your listeners I could go back and find out his name, but let's just call him Bob. Got in touch to mention the recent episode of not going out with a bit of a blind theme. Yes, I confirm that it was me in the episode, and I also (gasps) wrote it with Lee. I am glad that Bob enjoyed it so much. It seems to have gone down very well with viewers, although I reckon it might be a bit hit and miss with the blind community. Maybe. (laughs) On another point, I don't read or write braille, but have just bought the Hable 1 entirely down to Sean's enthusiasm and because I'm sick of everybody around me knowing my text messages when I use dictation. I might not have mastered braille in the last couple of days, but the lanyard went straight through first time. Oh, what? Stephen, try poking it through from the hole that's furthest from the corner, or failing that, stick the lanyard in the bin and grow up. Or do you have mittens (laughs) on string as well? Great show, guys. Sorry, Bob. Chris.
1: Oh, thank you, Chris. Thank you. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Grow up, Stephen. I'm getting sort sh- your lanyard I'm egg. getting
1: shamed by the people I laugh at on television.
3: This is uh, not right. This is wrong. Chris, thank you so much for that email. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Fantastic. Um, can I just say, I, I, I'm really interested to see how you got on with that, Hable. As you say, you don't use Braille normally. I'm exactly the same. But just using the alphabet that I learn, well, I, I seem to learn every couple of years. I, just, I put it down and then forget it. <laughs> And then pick it up and learn it again in five minutes. Just writing text messages in grade one, really easy. I really do like the uh, the Hable. It's it's a very nice bit of kit.
1: I think that th- this is the one interesting piece of kit that's come along in a long time that's captured imaginations of people who would normally never touch this kind of stuff. And I I don't know what it is. I I don't know if it's just the simplicity of the design that has drawn people to it, and mm. because it has that learning. Built in, you know the manual is very good. I mean, I have actually read it now, and oh, it, have you? it has got a lot of interesting stuff in there, and include it includes in it, uh, you know, the list of all the different Braille commands, so you can go through it and learn it as you go. So, you know, you yeah. don't. It's not like you feel you have to have a degree in Braille to use it.
3: No, well, I'm going to talk about the Hable one in an upcoming Sean of the Shed, uh, spoiler alert, but I'm actually going to make the point that hey, sighted people don't run off. Because I don't see any reason why this couldn't be a great bit of kit for a sighted user as well. Oh. I mean, I, I, no, no, seriously. More than a, they a Bluetooth... They could maybe figure out
1: how the lanyard works. Well,
3: uh, yeah, I think that's a Stephen problem rather than, I mean, Chris did it straight away.
5: Yeah, I mean, let's, Chris did it straight, let's straight let's away. Let's
3: be fair. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. TV Chris did it straight away. Well, oh, Yeah, yeah, well, he's on the TV. Or, he's, or got, he's got, Steven. he's got, uh,
1: he's not got uh, <laughs> labour-intensive fingers like I do. I've got to sit here pressing buttons all day. He did it straight away, though, Stephen. Straight away. Yeah, well, I can't figure out. Well, Chris, Chris is welcome to come on the show and show me how to do it. Ideally, if you could just do it, Chris, that would suit me perfectly. Okay, there you go. The gauntlet. He's going going to come round now, is he? He's He's going 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 to come round to your house. (laughs) (laughs) Ask blind people help each other. You know that's the deal. We do. What a lovely community we've got. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, you're going to do this on the on the show of the shed.
3: I'm gonna, yeah, I'm actually gonna talk about the Hable um, on Sean of the Shed just because I, I do find myself using it quite a lot. I must admit, I haven't used it out and about, which is probably its best point. Right, mm. I tend to use it when I'm led on the sofa or led in bed. Uh, just having the phone on the the charging stand and being able to control it really easily—it's cool, right? We've been uh, WhatsApp audio messaging each other using the Hable recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, It's just, there's nothing, at least I haven't found anything that you can't do with it yet.
1: I think that's what's cool about it, because there's lots of commands and things. I mean, when you go to WhatsApp and you want to voice message someone, if you're using a Braille display, and yeah, I'm sure someone's going to write in and say, well, if you just do this. But without having to go through menu after menu after manual after manual after manual, page after page to find this particular command that you're looking for, which is essentially to do a double tap and hold. And then ideally, you know, a swipe up to lock. Um, that's almost impossible to achieve. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not impossible to achieve. It can be done, I think, on some of these other braille displays, but of course you know, there is actually a command written quite simply in there to do that, because the company are thinking about the way that most people will use their smartphones. They're not thinking about this as a device for someone to sit down and write a novel with or to you know do uh, intensive work with. That's not really what this is for. Mm-hmm. You could, arguably, you could sit down and write with it. Of course, you could. But it's not really for that. This is for navigation. It's for text message entry. It's for writing an email. It's for doing a WhatsApp message. It's for doing all the kind of typical things we would do, even just Facebook. Like, I've I seen, um, I mentioned this before. There was a video from CNET. And I think it was when Colin Hughes was on, we were talking about this. And it was a video where someone was using voice control to basically create an action that would allow them to skip through TikTok videos. A really simple function, right? Just a very simple action that just did a swipe up and attributed that to the word next. So whenever she said next, the next video would play and she could sit and eat her, you know, takeaway meal or whatever she was doing and Uh, not have to constantly... Well, she was, in fairness. And, you know, she didn't have to keep touching the phone. And that was the whole point, right? Greasy phone. Which was cool. But... I'm seeing a lot more devices that do similar. There's one called the Bluetooth, um, what is it called? The Scroll Ring. And it's exactly that. It's a little ring that you wear, and it has okay. a button on it that you can just, there's like a forwards and backwards button on it, really. I don't know how this would work with voiceover. I'm tempted to buy one to play with it, but I have been burnt before with these. They don't often work well with voiceover. And it did say something in the instructions or, or in the detail about assistive touch being on all the time. So I don't know how that works with well, this. There was
3: I mean I don't know if this is the same thing. I'm sure it was called was it the O2 ring before which did exactly the same thing. It was almost like um like a coin. Um if you think of the uh, of a smartwatch with a clickable bezel going around it it was kind of like that but you just turned right. it around. Yeah. Um but it never really took off. I don't know if that's really a practical form factor. I'd, I'd be losing it all the time. I think also
1: I didn't get a huge amount of marketing over here. I don't think many people knew about it at the time. You know, and anybody you did talk to about it thought it was a great idea, but you couldn't get it from anywhere. That was the problem. Um, I do I do remember that. I actually wanted one of those, but it was quite expensive as well. That didn't help. Yes. It was like a hundred dollars or something. It was a lot of money for what it was. It's actually
3: quite cheap if it does everything you
1: want it to do, isn't Well it? the ring was the ring that I was looking at was twenty dollars. Oh, okay. But I'm I mean it says one. but it says it's for TikTok. Now I don't imagine it can just be for <sighs> TikTok, right? I mean you must be able to use it on other apps. I just don't know what you would be able to do with it. But my point is that the Hable 1 fills that gap as well. And yes. if you can swipe through, if you can do things, and I, I don't know if you can customize commands. There was something really interesting. When we heard um, the Peter from Guernsey the other day, who was talking about the Orbit writer. Something I meant to go back to on that particular demo that he mentioned was the different types of protocol that it uses to connect with the smartphone. Because yes, if you remember the right. question I was asking you about the Hable 1 when I said, is it, Connected in a way that you would connect a braille display, or is yes. it connected like any other Bluetooth keyboard, and yep. we have I didn't realize it's the Bluetooth keyboard, right It is yes, but that's a different protocol to how you would see a braille display, so I guess they they do different things now when I get my orbit writer, which I'm told will be coming within the next decade, no. At least I'll get it in the next decade. I'm really interested
3: in that. I'll be honest with you. I I don't, it sounds a little bit cumbersome that SRP mode, screen reader protocol mode. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever the other one was, I can't quite remember.
1: It was just Um, like HID, wasn't it? It was just HID.
3: A HID, it was. That was it. Yeah. HID. USB HID, maybe.
1: So that basically Um, means for people who are not really following all these terms, you're talking about essentially the way you would connect a keyboard, a regular keyboard via Bluetooth to your phone. Yes, that would be the hid right. mode, I guess. Yes. And then this SRP, whatever they call it, the screen reader protocol, that's that's where you have to go into voiceover and then you choose a braille display. And then that enables that. But it must have more function to it. I think it did have more functions to it. There were, there were definitely, I mean, Peter laid all this out. So if you if you haven't listened back to that episode, go and listen to that demo of uh, Peter going through the orbit right, because that was very interesting, actually, just to it was. understand the two.
3: We should we should absolutely acknowledge how good that was as well, Peter, because I felt like I sort of, I didn't acknowledge that because we were pushed for time.
1: I know, I I feel uh, exactly the same. There was so much in there that we didn't really go back on.
3: <laughs> we just played it and then moved on. But yeah, it was a great, great bit of audio. Thank you, Peter.
1: Um, Okay, actually, on that point about the Hable, you had mentioned something about, because we are talking about uh, away mode, which is where you basically hold the Hable 1 on your chest and you use it that way and then there's the table mode version is that right there's well, two i'm versions not sure
3: I, there is an option i'm pretty sure for reversing dots one and six and for the life of me i can't figure out is that for table top mode or is that if you want to hold it the other way round for some
5: reason
1: I... well i think k might have the answer
3: oh, yes here we go.
5: you can reverse the dots on the table the selling Thank point you. is that you don't need to put it on a table but of course you can after all there are little feet on the bottom it does not have a Perkins keyboard. The keys are positioned like a Braille cell. Actually, I'm in the minority, but I love that positioning. From Kay.
1: Hey, well, you're, I don't think you are in the minority. I think loads of people seem to like it. And oh. I, I, I wasn't in I wasn't in love with it at all when I got it, but I, I kind of really like it now. Hang on, hang on. How
3: do you like to use it then? In well, I like, I like
1: the away mode, I, I, as you would call it. I like to hold it against me. <laughs> that doesn't I sound right. I feel so but wrong,
3: right? Every time. when It does when feel the... weird. When the Braille input method came onto the smartphone, I thought, "This is so—you're holding it away from me. That's so weird." But it's surprisingly—it it sort of makes sense really quickly, and it's mm-hmm. not too bad, I must say. I do sometimes—what's um, the word? Struggle to hold the Hable. Sometimes it does slip out of my hands when I'm reaching for the seven or eight button. Um, it tends Why do you slip need away. a lanyard? Or a lanyard, even a lanyard. <laughs> very good
1: <laughs> do do you know what that is sounds good though uh, right look we need to take a break otherwise Mr. F will not be happy uh, but ask, thank Mr. you for F. thank you for all your emails on this coming up we're going to learn all about Peloton bike accessibility and also the Slinger which it kind of goes back to the lanyard point Slinger uh, so yeah the slinger. slinger is in town the Slinger himself Michael Babcock joins
5: us Can't say that
2: Connect with the Double Tappers on social media now, on Twitter and Facebook at Double Tap On Air, and on Mastodon at Double Tap.
1: Now time to learn all about the Slinger. Now this is something we've talked about before on the show. This is a device like a lanyard, but it can attach to your phone. In fact, it sticks to your phone, and then you're able to easily pull your phone away from you and bring it back and just use a couple of buttons on the Slinger To lock it in place and move it around so it does mean you can have the phone at any particular point or position you would like whilst you're wearing the lanyard it's not just hanging there in the one position all the time
2: here's michael to tell you more all right so i just got off a long day at work okay so a day at work and i'm standing out on the back porch so you don't get the highest quality voice sean does this still fit your requirements or at least your your opinions of my voice this is michael mm. the real voice with a little bit of traffic background noise it's a little <laughs> odd uh wanted to comment on your guys' episode i'm probably sure there's more but i wanted to drop this thing hey uh Steven, there's one way you can learn how the slinger will work for you and that's go to atguys.com and buy you and sean one yes we ship internationally And really, the shipping isn't horrible. So ATGuys.com, check out the Slinger or Slinger Slim. The difference is, and I prefer the Slinger Slim because it's thinner. And I carry my cards in a, like my wallet cards in a different separate wallet. Uh, But the Slinger has a wallet that pops open. It is see-through, so if you want to keep your photo ID in it or something, then you can. Um, and it, it pops open and you can put four cards in it, but the Slinger Slim is half the thickness, so I prefer the Slinger Slim. Slinger also uh, is kind of nice because it adjusts, and if you order from AT guys uh, from us, you actually get an extra strap that you can adjust that's longer so you have more flexibility uh, at no additional charge. So what's really nice about it, though, is you can adjust it by using the two buttons, one on the left and one on the right, to uh, retract your phone closer to your neck or just pull the phone away from your body and it will extend. Um, I use the Slinger Slim to solve the problem you guys were talking about. And then I said, hey, I'm going to record this on Just Press Record with the iPhone 12 microphone. So if you're listening and you have an iPhone 12 and you're like, I don't I don't know if I should send in voice messages, listen how clear this is. At least for me, it's pretty clear because I'm not listening to it right now. Oh, by the way, yes, no alcohol was used in that demonstration for uh, Envision. We'll leave it there. No alcohol. <laughs> so I used the Slinger Slim... And threw that around my neck while I used Ira to travel through Las Vegas Airport independently without uh-huh. waiting for assistance. Uh, in my right hand, I had my cane, and in my left hand, I had the Tribit Stormbox Blast, our 90 watt speaker. It looks like an old boombox, if you remember those. It does weigh 12 pounds, though. We can also ship that internationally, I think. We haven't done it yet. Might be better to order that from Amazon because it might come to you faster. I don't know, though. You can check com out. Uh, And the nice thing about this was Ira was able to see just fine around me, and she has... And I I don't know if people realize this, but she had a map of Las Vegas Airport. So I told her, hey, I'm at Las Vegas Airport. And she said, I know. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot you have GPS. And I told her, I, here's the gate that I need to go to. And I was able to use my phone to get off the plane. She guided me up the jetway. We got to the top. And I'm like, well, let's just, let's just go for it. And, uh, Yeah, we went through it for it. She saved me some time by finding a hallway that took me between terminals, and it was a very pleasant experience. So, uh, one last thing I'll mention, and then I'll stop talking so you guys can get back to your regularly scheduled double-tap programming. Is that me? Yeah, anyways, can't edit this. Uh, And so, I... One last thing is you do have (laughs) adhesiveness on the back of the slinger. So it does stick to your case. It does not work well with silicone cases, but it will stick to your case. And what we started telling people both at NFB and ACB conference and convention is buy a separate case. Stick the slinger to that case and then swap out your case if you don't want to take the slinger with you. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Michael Show. Uh, yeah, Michael. What's going on with Michael? That is Michael Tangent <laughs> Babcock. Uh, I thought we went off on a tangent. He is so comfortable with this show right now. He's so he's so ah, double tap in so many he ways. Is, he is. That's fantastic. our new phrase. He's so double tap. You're just so double tap.
3: Why is it called the slinger?
1: Why is it not called the stickier? I don't think it would sell as much if it was called the stickier. I'm just guessing. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, But I like the idea. This. So I did. I've bought one and I've bought this. Not for you, though. Well, I was going to say, he did say buy one for yourself and Sean. Well, he did say that. Uh, I did take half of his advice. I bought one for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, a lot to unpack from that. I mean, first off... It kind of answers that question which when I began this conversation, I think about nine years ago, um, we talked about the the idea of going through an airport, or in fact that was the exact example, wasn't it? The going through an airport. It was, yeah, and, that and doing that without assistance. Well, yeah, not so much without assistance, but just being able to get to the assistance desk. Yeah, yeah. The ten that was yards the problem. problem, that's what yeah. IRA is there for.
3: Um, okay. Mm, now I don't want Michael to shout at me or anything, but oh. Are you? Uh, have you? Mm, are you slightly wary about the stickiness? I mean, I uh, yes. I, yeah. I think I'd be more comfortable if it had an actual case or some sort of clamp. I'd be worried that the stickiness would, after time, just sort of perish
1: and just fall off. I will off. say though, I mean, if it, I don't know what, I don't know what the sticky situation is.
3: Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> but I. I've got. I I used to buy. If I still do buy these um, little sticky pads for various things. I mean, you could honestly, you could probably attach a car to the underside of my desk. I mean, obviously that would be impractical for many reasons. Uh I don't think it would fit either. But you uh, you you could essentially uh, stick a something heavy, uh, a brick, a brick. You could stick a brick under my desk, and it would not fall. I want you to do that. Can we try it it... on yours first? No,
3: no. The entirety (laughs) of the show without falling on your toe. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so what are you
1: talking about? Adhesive pads. Yeah, but they're really strong. I think, is it No More Nails, they call them? And there's Uh, all Gorilla Tape and all these other kinds you get now? Yes. So they're much stronger than you would get before. Now, I don't know how strong this thing is, but I would recommend, as Michael's saying, the recommendation would be if you have a phone case, ideally not a silicon one in this case, but, you know, a, a... I guess a plastic case or whatever. Use that, and then because it's so stuck on there, there's no point trying to keep peeling it off because that is that would destroy it. So you're better just to get a phone case dedicated to the slinger. Essentially, I think the problem is if you went down the route of having an individual phone case per one, you'd have to you'd have to have a whole range of these different things. Whereas this one can just stick on the back, and that's it.
3: Yeah, I suppose so. I, I'll have to wait until your very detailed review that's coming up.
1: I'm looking forward in the to it. Yeah, because I, I've often thought I'd love to find a way of being able to take the phone around with me more, but ideally around my neck, because I don't always want to be carrying the phone out all the time. Yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll try it. We'll see, see how it goes. I got the slimmer slinger and the slim slimmer, the slim <laughs> slinger. Uh, yeah, got that from AT guys, and that was with the Orbit writer as well, which uh, came in. I won't tell you the price of the the fees for international shipping, but uh, I I was thinking of flying to the US and just picking up myself. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) (laughs) there are definitely options for that.
3: Oh, go on, tell us how much it was. It was $50. $50 from the uh, States to the UK.
1: And that will be, you know, proper, it's not just going to be flung from wherever it's coming from. It's not to the free UK. post, blind post, no. Which okay. you have to be, I mean, you know, yeah, there is the free post thing, but you're always taking your life in your hands with that one. You are. It yep. could be wow. kicked all the way here. <laughs> that's the problem. You you want it to be at least certain. And it's, it's more about guaranteeing that if it gets here and there is a problem, you've got some comeback, right? Exactly. So that's why you pay the extra. So I don't mind doing that. And that's fine. Yeah. But... um, yeah, and obviously it's coming to the UK. AT guys are in the US. There are other stores in the UK that do sell these things. I don't think the Slinger's on sale anywhere in the UK, though. I don't think. That I really? know of. Well, that I know well, of. I don't know. What AT guys need is a UK branch of AT guys. Well, you're not doing anything on a, a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday no, no. or a That's Thursday or a Friday I could or be any, a day, distrib- any day. So. Well, uh, uh,
3: slightly harsh. Uh, I could be a distributor <laughs> over here. I'm. I'm just saying. Okay, fine. There you go. That's I'll give it. him a call. Sean, official distributor of Slinger. There you go. It rolls off the tongue. It does. Okay, that's going nowhere.
1: No. Nope. Email? Uh, <laughs> I just I don't want to go with that one. I just want you to if you want to do it, that's fine. The problem is I immediately retreat yes. from any kind of actual work. You notice that? You hear how I closed up there? Yeah, I did. Yes, well done you. So you were suggesting we do something practical that would be good for a lot of people, that would yeah. be beneficial and, and involve yeah. quite a bit of work. Business and I immediately retreated from it.
3: You're like a work hedgehog. You just roll into a ball. Absolutely.
1: And get all prickly. Yes, okay. Uh, right, listen, we're going to move on because we have got a fantastic... <laughs> we yes, uh, we've got a fantastic uh, story to tell you about today, and that is Peloton and accessibility. And listener Gavin got in touch to share his thoughts on, and a demo as well, of how accessibility works on the Peloton bike.
6: Hi, this is Gavin in Scotland doing a review of the Peloton fitness bike. So first off, what I'll do is I'll go over the screen, um, kind of the different class options and types. I'll then go over the kind of bike itself and that kind of setup. And then I'll go into kind of the app and hopefully you can hear the screen reader working uh, quite clearly and um, how that works. I won't do, uh, won't start any classes just because of the the audio and the music. Uh, I don't think you'd be able to play that in the show. Um, but I'll go over the kind of overview of each class. So first of all, we're on the home screen and I will press the kind of welcome banner.
0: Welcome back, G-V-R-U-C-E-7.
6: You have a four-week streak going. Classes taken on Monday, Wednesday, So there you go. That's the kind of welcome banner with your profile name, the classes you've taken that current week, as well as the kind of um, total combined kind of weekly streak. And then below that, there is kind of quite large icons with um, different classes, and these are kind of your top picks. So we'll click on the first one now. 40K plus
0: members took this. 20 minutes 2010 hip-hop ride time 49 cycling 20k plus members took
6: this 15 minutes r&b ride so that was uh, the first two um cycling classes available and um, there were the first thing you heard was how many people have taken the class uh the time uh, the duration of the class so it was 20 minutes was the first one the kind of type of music and um, it was so i think the first one was hip-hop and then the um the last bit was the instructor so there is many different types of um, many different instructors available so there might be one or two that you prefer um or you might just want to go with the kind of type of the genre of music instead um so yeah that's kind of the overview you can swipe down and there's more classes available and um, but what we'll do is we'll go into the bottom of the screen and there's like um different menu options uh, i won't go into all of that but there is programs so if you want to do like a almost like a personal trainer kind of program on cycling and it will send you different workouts to build um your fitness levels which is quite good and um, there's also here will be your um kind of live session so it's like a calendar and you can join the live classes the ones I've just pressed, they were live classes, but they then just stay on the bike, and you can do them whenever you want, in case you're maybe working when a class you actually wanted to take um, was was on. So um, we'll go to classes now. And...
0: There we go. Double. Classes, classes, selected, filter, grid
6: So yeah, you can... F- you probably heard that there. You can filter, um, and I use that sometimes if you want to find a a quicker uh, or shorter class. But we'll we'll click th- through a couple here and see the difference. Twenty
0: minutes low impact ride, handle brakes and cycling. Twenty minutes glide ride, candle Hill cycling. Twenty minutes pop ride.
6: So there's three different ones. They were all actually twenty minutes, but one was a pop music ride, one was low impact. Which means you'll be in the seat the whole time. You won't be standing up, um, which is quite good. And then the twenty minutes climb ride would be higher resistance, and you probably would be standing up quite a lot. So, uh, yeah, they're all, all quite different. Um, the other things to probably note is, uh, when you're in the class, um, you can connect your Apple Watch. Uh, so I often do that so you can get the, your heart rate read out. You can also connect Bluetooth headphones or CAST to your TV Um, if that's... Yeah, that might be useful for some people. Um, And then there is also an audio jack if you want to do wired headphones Um, because it does get quite loud if you've got other people in the house. Um, Then when you're in the class, there's a bit of an intro uh, and obviously music playing, um, but you from for myself you can click on different parts of the screen to get them read out um semi frequently so uh you can do heart rate uh you can do class duration or class duration yeah and it will give you a percentage of how long is left in that class um which can be quite good uh if you if you want if you want to finish uh and you're yeah you're struggling but the 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 one I use is the resist like the resistance percentage, and that kind of tells you, um, when it doesn't read anything out until the instructor tells you to change the resistance. So you might be about twenty five percent, and they will say, the resistance range is now thirty to forty. Now, if I turn it, I might hit twenty nine, and not know, um. So it will say, uh, below target resistance. And then when i turn it to 30 or 31 it will say in target resistance and then i just two finger tap on the screen and it'll stop speaking um, and it won't say anything else until that resistance actually changes again which i think is really good so you know you're in the right kind of resistance zone Um you do get at the end of the class on the far right of the screen you get all your kind of metrics so if that's distance cycled, average heart rate, average resistance and then your position in the class. So sometimes there'll be say 10,000 people have taken the class so far and you see your place um, and then also every 90 seconds you get your speed read out, you get your uh, output which is your speed and resistance combined as kind of watts and then also your uh, resistance. So. And um, that's quite good as well, so you can kind of see where you are within the class. Um, yeah, I think that's most things. Um, the last thing to probably say is it also comes with an app, so the information from when you finish the class, you'll get a no- notification and it'll give you all those details that I've just said about how you did in the class and kind of calories burned. But with the app as well, you can also do yoga workouts, meditation. Um, they also have like audio for running and outdoor walks. I'm not not a runner myself, uh, so that might be helpful. Um, and then there's also kind of strength workouts as well. So if you do have some weights, it kind of can give you some advice on how to use them. Um, that isn't something I've looked into too much, but um, it's good that you also get those additional classes. So I hope that's helpful. I found the bike really Kind of durable. Uh, I think it's built really well, and when Peloton delivered the bike, it was um, built up by their delivery drivers um, very quickly, and then they actually connected it to the Wi-Fi for me. Um, so yeah, I would say it's a pretty, pretty easy setup process. So hope that's helped. Cheers.
1: Thank you so much, Gavin. That means a lot that you uh, took the time to send that in, and uh, very interesting to see how these bikes are developing. And in particular, that this one has accessibility. So happy. Hey, are you, um, are you ordering one right now? Uh, do you know? I think I'm washing my hair every day from now uh, until the end of time. Of course. But so, doesn't that
3: sound cool? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's so basic, as in mm. just being able to access the information. Yet it really excites me because I haven't seen anything else like that. So cool.
1: Absolutely. Gavin, thank you for that. And uh, of course, if you have a demo you'd like to send in, we'd love to hear it. Feedback at doubletaponair.com and share it with uh, share it with the group. That's what we like to do here at Double Tap. <laughs> uh, I want to get a couple of quick emails in before we go. <laughs> Dean's been in touch. Hi,
5: Stephen. Delightful Laura and Long Nose Jim. Yes, I think we all know that Sean's getting into trouble name. He shivers and quivers when he hears it. Something <laughs> oh. nobody wants to hear is Long Nose Jim trying to sing. We'd all get better entertainment from cats fighting. In a slight positive note, Long Nose Jim has gotten better with not doing his heavy breathing all the time. Hopefully that's Mr. F having a stern talk with Long Nose Jim at the end of every week. Mm. I still listen to the show each and every day. One thing I would like to suggest about the weekly train episode, save those episodes until the end of each month. Then the fans can listen to one four hour long podcast because the information is still fresh in the mind from hearing all the terrific information during the week. Sprinkle the news news from the train episode throughout the weekday episodes. Then, during the Christmas and New Year season, whilst you're on holidays, just play a selection of the train episodes. Right then, regarding AI apps. I absolutely love Call Annie. So much so that when I'm talking to her, I forget she's only an AI. For example, for some reason, one time, she was cutting out, like a poor signal effect, and I was trying to think of a way to end the call. It's rude to hang up on somebody, real or not. So I said, sorry, I have to go. Someone's at the door. Talk again soon. (laughs) I also live alone and sometimes you want somebody to talk to and Annie is there all the time, night or day. She makes me feel good about things after talking to her, each and every time. Keep up the outstanding work, Stephen and Laura. From Dean.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, Oh dear. Right. Okay, thank sh- you, Dean. A shiver um, has come across me. I'll tell you, I feel, I I'm feel like very,
3: it. very sorry. <laughs> I'm really interested. Where long nosed Jim has has he seen a picture of me? Um, I think he has, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> 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 thank you. I will take all that into
1: consideration. Yep. File and- under B for bin shot.
2: <laughs> that's what he's going to do.
1: Uh, no, that's very interesting. And thank you for your comments on Call Annie, uh, Dean. That that's uh, it's a difficult thing to talk about loneliness, and we talked about this before. The the challenge of Loneliness, but it is something we perhaps need to talk about. And we know from the emails that you send us that, you know, you invite us into your home every day, into your ears every day, and you allow us to talk to you. And in some ways, that can help alleviate loneliness as well for a lot of people. But, you know, like Dean says, he wants someone to talk to, and the app can do that for him. And, you know, rightly or wrongly, or whatever you think about it, that can make a difference, Sean. You know, and I think that's.
3: Well, yeah, as I said before, you know, I, I I have some concerns about seeing AI as 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 a solution mm. to isolation. But then again, if it does help, then it helps, right? But is it just a sticky plaster? Really, is it really solving anything? I don't know. Honestly, do not help,
1: and Dean. True, yeah. early days, obviously, but you know, it's and I I guess what will be interesting over time. Is how that conversation develops. How much can you get into? You know, does it start to repeat itself after a while? Do you start to go over old topics again? Welcome to marriage. Oh, wow. Well, well <laughs> on that note. Uh, listen, before we go, a quick one for you. This is from Ange who uh, wants to sympathise with you, Sean. This will oh. cheer you back up. Thank Hi, you. Sean.
5: I chuckled when you talked about when you were surprised when you bought a bed and you had to buy the mattress separately. Yes. Don't let Stephen shame you on this. I thought the same thing and totally agree with you. These should come with it.
1: From Ange. There you go. Ange is with you you on this. That's
3: that's brought me back up again. Thank (laughs) you. It's absolutely ridiculous. You should have a mattress with it. Okay.
1: I I have to say I did once buy a bed. Now, I think back about this. I did once buy a bed and got very ratty with the people on the phone when I found out that I didn't get a mattress with it. I do remember that, actually.
3: Yeah, exactly. There's a bit missing here. I don't know what you think you're playing
1: at. I will also say there was also the base of the bed was missing as well. Uh, I assume they gave you the base of the bed. Hang on. So, what did you actually get? A headrest? A headboard and the two side bits down the side of the bed and the the bit in the middle. But no Uh, bottom. Okay. So, basically, it was a slide I got, (laughs) which is a slide. That was it. Uh, That's are out of time That's it for today Thank you so much for listening Thank you for your feedback Thank you to everyone Who takes the time To record for us That means a lot Feedback at DoubleTapOnAir.com Keep your feedback coming Also 1-877-803-4567 Here's our number If you want to leave us A voicemail as well Uh, We're back Tomorrow With lots more Uh, Interesting conversation About the all-terrain cane If you want to get out there Hey it's all about fitness this week Uh, I know Fitness at home Fitness out and about We'll hear from the developer Dave Epstein uh, he's the founder of All Terrain Kane. On tomorrow's Double Tap. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Bye bye.
5: Join me every couple of weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech
1: and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.